You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here to get you ready for an action-packed day of football. We will find out if my markets are worth a damn. The casual better likes the things that don't move. I'm the exact opposite. I want to bet on stuff that's nuts. Hashtag spray the board. Dialed into the latest line movements, injuries, and props. It's BetQL's You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. All right, hour number two here, week five NFL Sunday. Nick and Ken on countdown to kickoff. We will update the board coming up in just a second. The Prop King is coming up in a couple minutes here. Best bets 40 minutes from now for every single game on the board. And if we've got a little time, maybe some uh, maybe some Major League Baseball as well. Although, as I said earlier, uh, if you've listened to the show or watched the show, you, you know what we like already. Um, but Jacksonville was driving for some points, Ken, against Buffalo. Trevor Lawrence sacked by Ed Oliver. Bills recover. Josh Allen uh, passed down the field for about 15 yards to Dalton Kincaid. And then a Damian Harris run just now gets the Bills over midfield. So we're we've, we're under 14 minutes now to play in the game in regulation. Jacksonville holding an 11-7 lead. But the Bills now with the ball in Jaguars territory. And uh, for people keeping track, that's uh, no points this half. The game was 11-7 at halftime. Uh, there have not been any points. The Jags have really bungled a bunch of opportunities in the first half and the second half to really put this game away. Like, been given a ton of chances. And, like, again, it's the NFL. A lot of the coaches talked about this the last couple of weeks. Like, the games are compressed. Like, if you let team, if you don't score touchdowns and you kick field goals and you turn the ball over, the other team, except the Giants, the other team will come back in the game and the game will end up being a close game. We see it all the time. see it every single week. The Jags are in danger of really like losing a pretty ridiculous game for them to lose. If the Bills score a touchdown here, hang on to win the game. Jags probably should have built a multi-score lead uh, frequently or often or a lot or many times and uh, and didn't end up doing it. Uh, Deion Dawkins called for holding on a Bills second down play. So it'll be second and long. And the player that Deion Dawkins held was Josh Allen, who was attempting to sack Josh Allen. Hashtag Never heard that real before. ones. <laughs> real ones will will understand the reference. Uh, so Bills second and fifteen now back in their own territory again. Jacksonville holding a four point lead right now at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. Um, can any movement on the board right now? And, and take your time as, as as much as you need to get through what's happening right now. As we are now less than an hour to kick off. Yeah, there's a there's a lot happening, which is actually really interesting. Uh, just to update a game that we went to break with in the last hour, Atlanta still holding as a two and a half point home favorite against Houston. This is as big a favorite as they've been since the market opened, uh, and the two and a half. Keep kind of getting bet a little bit out to minus 15. Curious if this game closes three. We only have an hour to go. Seems like the Falcons are going to go off at two and a half, but that's a bigger favorite than they were for the majority of the week. Still, no one wants the Carolina Panthers, despite these players not playing for Detroit. Detroit holding as a nine and a half point home favorite, despite multiple skill position players going to be out for the game. Uh, 
weird to see that kind of market, not something you see every day, like really bad injury report. No one wants the dog. Uh, that's what's happening in that game, like a lack of movement. Titans haven't gone to three yet against the Colts, but the two and a halfs are a lot of them juice minus 15. So that's still holding. We updated that uh, movement in the Giants Dolphins game, even more toward Miami, basically entirely 13s now on the board with the Miami Dolphins. All the 12 and a halfs are juiced with one exception. Um, so a little bit of line movement toward Miami. Nick told you the injury report last segment for for the Giants. It's it's bad, and we've known it's bad. Maybe the Saquon becoming official is what gave you that tiny little bump in the market to 13, but I think we all kind of knew he wasn't going to play in the game. For the first time this week, the Patriots have gone as a two-point home favorite in a couple places against the Saints, so a little bit of money on New England. That's the side that Nick and I really like in that game. Total still holding 38 and a half. A uh, couple of bets on the Steelers. Some of the fives have gone away to four and a half in the market with that Raven Steelers game with Kenny Pickett obviously going to play. Uh, Renew basically still interested in the Cincinnati Bengals on these threes. I think this is going to end up going off three and a half at four or five Eastern. If I had to, if I had to guess, there is no three on the board for Cincinnati now that is juice minus one ten. Everything on the Bengals is juiced, and some of it's like minus one twenty on Cincinnati at minus three. Eagles Rams has been very quiet, but the other two, uh, the two four twenty five Eastern starts, so like the last kickoffs before Sunday night football, have both had line movement in them, and it's recent in both cases. Uh, the Broncos are out to a two and a half point home favorite, and the two and a halfs have gotten bet in a couple places. Don't think they'll close three against the Jets, but the other move in that game is a ton of under money has come in. So this was 41 and a half on, at open on the total got up to like 44, like 43 and a half. Like the, the original move was to the over early in the week. We've kind of come crashing back down here, 42 and a half on the board. And there are now a couple 42s. So movement to the under aggressively in the Jets Broncos game. Nick told you last segment, the Broncos getting a bunch of players back on defense. Maybe that can kind of fix what's been one of the worst defenses in the NFL so far this year. And then we, we talked a little bit about Chiefs Vikings in the first hour, just as like a really interesting market where you know you have high profile chiefs basically never lose regular season games patrick mahomes is the best player on earth playing a minnesota team with like a bad record yet the interest has all been in the vikings that has continued and it at least raises the possibility that the chiefs could actually close a three-point favorite in this game every three and a half on the board with one exception is now juiced toward minnesota uh and in some cases like minus 115 minus 120 toward minnesota so we're actually really really close to the chiefs just being a three-point favorite on the road with patrick Mahomes and the great record and the super bowls and all that stuff so um chiefs still three and a half but kind of flimsy so yeah a ton of stuff that the headlines there in terms of like stuff that's actually moved the total in Jets Broncos down, the Patriots getting bet, the Dolphins getting bet, and then still like, are the Titans going to go to three against Indianapolis anywhere? All right. Uh, I'll ask you one question about the line movement in a second, but just to update what's going on in the Bills Jaguars game. Uh, it's honestly, it's not the worst, unless you have Josh Allen in fantasy, which I do, which is really frustrating. Uh, third and 15 for the Bills. Allen throws a long jump ball to Stephon Diggs. And uh, actually, the cornerback for Jacksonville or the safety, I didn't see who it was, we're doing a show. Uh, like, literally, like, rips the ball out of Stephon Diggs' hand. Interception for Jacksonville. Uh, so, basically, it's an arm punt for Josh Allen. It was third and 15 anyway. But, you know, if you start Josh Allen in fantasy, like I did, it's a minus a couple points. It's not great. It's not what you're looking for. Right. So, ja so, Jacksonville now going to have right. it first and 10 deep in their own territory nursing an 11-7 lead still a lot of time to play in the fourth quarter and just if you play fantasy uh Dalton Kincaid being evaluated for a head injury he had a 14-yard reception on that drive from Josh Allen it was like slow to get up so Dawson Knox operating as the primary tight end right now for Josh Allen all right we'll get to the prompt king in a second but can you mention some really interesting line movement around a bunch of key numbers like maybe Tennessee 
goes to three. Maybe Cincinnati gets bet out to three and a half. Maybe Chiefs-Vikings goes to Chiefs minus three. Does Do any of those moves make you want to make any bets on those games? Because we see this sometimes, right? Like, let's say Titans-Colts goes to three. Maybe people will say, all right, I disagree with that and bet Indianapolis, and it'll be right back down to two and a half. For our live audience right now, like, should, should they be looking to make any bets potentially off of line moves that might not last for a while, if that makes sense? I don't know if the line moves are going to last. I don't know, like, necessarily what the closes are going to be. But to your point, you know, like, because we're on three is the most key number in the NFL. What does that mean? It means that the margin of victory is three more often in an NFL game than any other number. And so if you have the ability to, like, have that be a part of your win condition on your bets, then that's a lot better than not having it be a part of that. So that's why, like, two and a half, three and three and a half are all drastically different numbers in terms of NFL point spreads. Like, does three make you win, push, or lose? is a really important thing to know, obviously, if you're going to bet on NFL teams. Um, in terms of the markets that are around those numbers, like would I do anything? Uh, I would be pretty interested in the Colts at three. That would be a bet that I would like make. On, and I haven't bet that game sidewise the entire week, and I didn't even think I was going to get a chance to bet it. Uh, Titans three on the road against what I think is like a really good coach seems like a pretty bad and a low total seems like a pretty bad idea. Uh, so I, I would bet the Colts at three, if that happened, I don't think we're going to get there. I think we're going to come up a little short, but that would be one. And then I'll give you another one probably that you're not expecting. I like the over in Jets Broncos and I've liked it the whole week and now it's dropping. And I, I know why it's dropping. It's probably because Denver is getting back some of these defensive players. Just like, can we can we see the defense not be absolutely brutal before it's like no no they're back everybody like it's all good like total dropping like we're back actually they've been absolutely brutal in every game i mean this is a team that lets sam howell score like 28 points in a half of football like this is that team this is a team that let justin fields have the half of his life against them just like they're still really bad so even if zach wilson's not great look at what those two teams just did like great you have players back is that mean there's going to be 10 7 and for all the talking about the jets defense Man, their numbers on a sheet of paper are pretty rough so far this year versus expectation. It's supposed to be like a top five defense in the NFL. No, actually, it's more like, oh, I don't know, like 14th or something like that. So just it's it's a lot more mediocre than you'd expect. And the Broncos defense can get players back. But like, can I see it before I believe that the total should be really low? Like wait and bet the over in that game. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, and to Ken's point, both DJ Reed and Bryce Eccles, two cornerbacks for the Jets, are both out. Reed with a concussion, their second cornerback, obviously, sauce the number one. So the Jets down a couple members of their secondary. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is cooking. Uh, long pass to Calvin Ridley for a first Again? down. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, for Ridley's up to... Uh, yeah, I think that the like the buy low opportunity in fantasy on Calvin Ridley is I think has come to a close, and I don't think we'll ever see Calvin. Well, I shouldn't say ever, but my guess would be next week we won't see the first digit of Calvin Ridley's receiving yards prop be a five, which it was today. Ridley up to six catches for ninety yards. Uh, Jacksonville has a third and one right around midfield. Eleven minutes to play. They're up eleven seven on the Bills, and there's no question about it. To this point in the game. Like Trevor Lawrence versus Josh Allen, no contest in this game in favor of Trevor Lawrence, who has vastly outplayed Josh Allen today. Well, and just all right, and just worth, worth noting with that too, because you know we'll have a little bit of time later in the show, like if this game ends before we go off the air, but it might not. It might be a little close. If the Bills do lose this game, just like the MVP market is going to get really, really interesting. Allen moved as a huge favorite to win most valuable player as a result of him beating Tua, who had been the favorite by margin last week in Buffalo. Everybody, everybody watched that Dolphins-Bills game, probably. Okay, now, not only are the statistics bad today, they're going to lose the game potentially. If they do lose, 
it's already their second loss of the season. Remember, they lost week one of the Jets on Monday Night Football. Allen played bad in that game, too. His statistics are not the best in the league by any stretch. Statistically, he's probably like the sixth best quarterback right now in the NFL. And his team already has two losses. Winning and team success are incredibly important for winning the most valuable player at the end of the year. This is a really big game. Like, I, you know, maybe Allen will say, I don't care about winning MVP. Like, we just want to win the Super Bowl. Great. I care a lot about who wins MVP because I bet on it. This is a big deal if they lose here and they got two losses five games into the season. Like, what's a realistic, their win total in the market is going to be 10 and a half next week probably that's not a team that produces the mvp like ever so just kind of keep that in mind like the dolphins are probably going to roll today the chiefs are in a tricky game against minnesota the eagles still haven't lost the niners still haven't lost like there are other teams that are going to produce mvp candidates that are pretty interesting here and if the bills lose that's a big knock on josh allen's candidacy again he was the favorite to win the award entering this game I'm curious if the Ravens win today on the road in Pittsburgh and Lamar plays well, like with all the injuries they've had, four and one they would be atop the division. I think Lamar yep. might be, I don't know if he would win, but I think it's a, well, we would definitely the talk Chargers, about him coming up the this The Chargers week can still start cooking yep. out of their bye next week and Justin Herbert can still get back into this. And like, I, I, I got the Bengals wrong last week and that's great. And I love the over in today's game. And maybe the Cardinals hit the over. Maybe they outscore the Bengals by a lot. If the Bengals win this game and Burrow plays well, he will be one game back of Josh Allen. So the guy who people think has no chance will be a game back of the guy who was the favorite. Again, just like a big time week to week example of how the NFL operates. Just things change on a dime. And we're seeing that again with this game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is playing amazing. Like the Bills are coming close to sacking him on almost every play, and he's like squirting out of trouble. He's making plays down the field. Jaguars have it at about midfield right now, and the, the stats are on the screen. The like Jacksonville's dominated this game. You're right, Ken. If they lose this game, it's a it's a terrible loss for the Jaguars. Should win this game right now against uh, against Buffalo. All right, best bets are coming up a little later. Uh, the underdog money line parlay is on the way. Teasers are on the way. But let's begin thy royal prop king now. Is the prop king whatever? We, you know what? Let's just just hit it. Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. I know people like the pomp and circumstance, but we 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 did a lot of other stuff, and we got to make sure we get the props in so we can fit everything into the show today. I, I love the VIP suite, Prop King. My arms are also very long in that animation. Which yes, is I said that like last week. Life. Your arms yeah. are impossibly long in that image. It's yes. actually very yes. funny. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be that'd be cool, uh, but that's not the case. All right, all right. Props coming up for uh, for the afternoon slate of games first. Uh, okay, Falcons and the Texans. Last week we played Tank Dell over receiving yards. It lost for the first time this season. We had been three and zero playing Tank Dell over receiving yards. So now we are three and one. After this game. We will be four and one. Tank Dell's receiving yards prop is forty-one and a half. Like the, the, the let, let's roll in the tank, baby, to Atlanta. Tank Dell over forty-one and a half receiving yards. The prop king contemplated playing Desmond Ritter unders with the thought that Ritter might get pulled. And here comes Taylor Heineke, not going to pay for his muffler. But for me, it's like maybe Atlanta rolls up 250 yards rushing and Ritter doesn't have to do anything. And it's like week one against Carolina. So we'll pass on the Ritter props. Bijan could have a big game. Also, the market says he's going to have a big game. So I don't think there's anything going on there. So just tank Dell over receiving yards. And let's play the most annoying outcome for fantasy football because that's what Arthur Smith loves. And it's not Kyle Pitts. 
and it's not John O. Smith. It's Atlanta's third tight end. This is not like six pack of beer money. This is like one beer money. Like how the cost of one beer. Michael Pruitt, anytime touchdown. It was impossibly long odds today for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Lions and the Panthers will sneak this one in, and then we'll do the rest on the other side. Uh, with Amon Ross St. Brown out and Jameer Gibbs out. Josh Reynolds, over 45 and a half receiving yards, has earned the trust of Jared Goff. Laporta, for those wondering, is 55 and a half. That number's about right. I don't want to play into it. Reynolds, over receiving yards, three anytime touchdowns. Lions running back at the longest odds. That's Zonovan. Bam! Night with Jameer Gibbs out. We'll play Jamison Williams anytime touchdown today. Remember what he did last year in his first game back. And then M-I-N-G-O, Mingo was his name-o. Mingo back for the Panthers today from Bryce. Young. On the other side, the rest of the props for Week 5 NFL Sunday and the underdog money line parlay.